0: What it is, this is The Three Wisemen with Tyrus and an all-star cast and Aaron uh, today to talk about the world that we (laughs) Uh, we work in. But again, Cousin Trevor, thank you for being in attendance tonight. NWA former world heavyweight champion, uh, Trevor Murdoch. We have uh, actor, philosopher, philanthropist, (laughs) uh, former WWE icon, a. Rye, a Kevin very Kyrie's very in the house, Boston grad. All right. And, um, introduction. Thank you. you're welcome. And, uh, Aaron was oh, is also with us now. today. Aaron oh. is for those of you who don't know is Number a, one. he, a one-time recipient of money in the bank, WWE multi-character. Uh, I think he's had about five four gimmicks successful as we call gimmicks yep. in the WWE. Grabbing,
1: grabbing and, the brass ring gimmicks. That yes.
0: Been clearly without permission. And, uh,
2: yeah, for, <laughs> right.
0: and uh, Aaron uh, is also an NWA superstar as well. Uh, actually, <laughs> big, former big announcement. Champion. Former national champion, former tag team champion with Kratos, Junior Kratos, who we hope to have on the show sometime. Matter of fact, that was probably one of my more favorite tag teams to watch. And, uh, you know, hopefully that uh, that that team is not – is not finished because uh, you two guys were extremely physical and entertaining. I enjoyed watching uh, as a fan of the and I sport. Loved it. It was, it was great. So, in that, every one of us has played different characters except for Trevor Murdoch. He's just basically been, <laughs> uh, you know, first, as we'd established last time, you know, straight to TV, just one gimmick. Yeah. This guy's just got it. You know, he's just got it. So, with the exception of him, my <laughs> special guest today that we'll all get a chance to uh, pick his brain a little bit uh is the one only godfather. So uh oh, Papa Shango wow. yeah oh yeah yeah man. yeah yeah yeah. All right. yeah so uh step your game up he's gonna be joining us and then I think we'll and then we always talk about what re- what's else going on in the world besides what's going on in the ring and I think no one better than wrestlers gets a feel for what's going on in America I think we'll talk a little bit, and I'm interested to hear what uh, the Godfather says about Elon Musk's recent email to his uh, employees, basically, "Get your ass to work and uh, see what you guys mm. think about that because nobody honestly works harder than we do. I mean, in terms of having to be at work, if you're going to do if you're going to be a, a, a professional wrestling athlete, it's three hundred days yeah whether yes. you're it, it's three hundred days period and um the the Godfather. He is from – he's been from all errors, honestly. And he's still relevant today. He could walk out today on any any show, and they're going to go nuts. I mean, that's just – Oh,
1: no doubt.
0: Yeah, and uh, – We
1: would all pop. We would all pop. We all, yeah, we I popped
0: just when uh, he, he threw shade on me a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, uh, for me, <laughs> he was one of the first wrestlers that I – like, hey, he kind of looks like me. I like this guy. And uh, I can remember – Playing the video game, Papa Shango. I always picked him. He had that backbreaker finish. So uh, he and he's been Project so. Breaker, I think, right? Yeah, but he's been so many successful characters in this sport. Really, he he could give. I can't think of that many people because Nation of Domination. He was the backbone of that. Yep. Right to censor backbone of that. Yep. Shango. I mean, Shango oh, gave I, you <laughs> nightmares. Uh, yep. you know, and then, Kama. and then like comma. Kama. Yeah. And then when he, I remember him, when I used to play home sick and um, watch global wrestling and I always get the, it's not dark angel, but it was uh, something, something like that. I always forget the name. I hate that, but uh, I was paying attention to him then. So he's been at a high level in this business and I've never heard uh bad words said about him in terms of guys in the ring, not fake stuff you hear on TV or, you know, all that stuff because that's not what we're about. So uh, I'm excited to have him on. So uh, have your questions ready because we're going to get a little chance. And this is what I'm going to try to do. We'll bring in legends and just, you know, see what they think of what's going on today. Uh, I'm very interested. I'm very interested to see what he has to say. But uh, last time we all got together, the topic of being fired, uh, I I never (laughs) thought I'd have so much fun talking about it. (laughs) You know?
1: Well, we – we went from both ends. We were talking about how we got hired and then how we got fired. Like, you know, we gave them the whole spectrum.
0: Yeah, and I'm still kind of like Trevor only got fired and hired by the finest. Oh, like, that is just – un- I yeah. mean, just be ha- – I mean, it's amazing. It's we an amazing gotta- thing. We, we, gotta we, let did, this go. we, we gotta let it go. We were just
2: dis- discussing that we always remember the weather, right? Yes. Always yes. It's, always, weather. it's always so it's always so sultry. Seventy seven degrees. Yes. On my Not a cloudless sky. And part, part, yeah, <laughs> the sky. And then yeah, there's there's levels to, to being let go. And in, oh, in, in the I'm, WWE and the entertainment business. So
1: I'm kinda yeah. glad you brought this <laughs> up. Cause I was thinking on my off time, what a great question would be. Um to all of us, to each one of you guys is what do you, what do you, what would you have changed? Or maybe better yet, like what do you think was the deciding factor that got you let go? And
0: what would you have changed? Go ahead, Aaron. I'd love to hear this.
3: Well, mine was, um, it was after uh, it was WrestleMania in Dallas. I remember. And it was the raw after that. And I pretty much went to Marcarano because I I did this thing with, um, it was in the Battle Royal. They had kept me off TV for probably like nine months. And I was doing a thing with Big Show and Shaq. And I was specifically instructed when I do this, do not show charisma. It's not about you. You know, you're in there so Shaq can throw you out. And I remember I slid in, I stood up and, um, you know, it got the reaction it got. And Shaq threw me out. They booed him. I got to the back. No one would even look me in the face.
0: Yeah. And
3: um, it was like, okay, you know what? Because the reaction was insane. And I'm not trying to sound whatever. No, no,
0: no. Hey, hey, let me stop you right there. The one thing that this, this is also – it feels like a weekly therapy session – <laughs> we, but you Processing need to, is to
2: fire, though it's good therapy now no no I mean, that, it, it is, is it is Disgusting. but yeah, you yeah.
0: you have to <laughs> accept the fact that you were over you don't you have to one of the things you do aaron that drives me crazy is every time you sandow was over period over over, over. there's you need to stop <laughs> saying apologizing for being over and the thing <laughs> sometimes has to be said the powers that be cannot always control who is over who the fans. When we say over who the fans fall in love with, whether they hate you or love you, they have a reaction. They're passionate about you. When you came out, and I and I think Sandow was the best you. You've had a lot of you, you because it was just you. It was you yep. with a robe, but it was you. You yep. sanctimonious, arrogant, know-it-all with a touch of cowardice. It is. You oh, so beautiful. So when you talk about yourself, we got to get past the well, I because that's still you trying to appease them and they they don't control you anymore. So, of course, not, the crowd, no. of course, the crowd went nuts. You took then you were a bodyguard, Ms. Dow, where you basically were making a mockery of Miz and getting him over at the same time. You were oh, stuck. Yeah. It from, was phenomenal. let be
2: honest. Stole the show completely from Miz.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and Miz is a star. No, yeah, Miz 100%. is a bona fide
3: star. And that, yeah. and that worked, again, it took two of us to do that, like to, to Miz's credit, right, the timing and everything. But no, like.
0: Tell your story without apologizing again. for being great, and we, we, I will not interrupt you again. Right. But every time you no, apologize, right. I'm going to interrupt you.
3: All right. So I agree with what you said, and thank you. But what happened was I had just kind of hit this this point to where i said there's nothing more i can do like everything they have given me i have taken my skill set
0: and i have kind
3: of you know said all right i think this is what people react to and i i kind of scientifically um when i put a character together um it there's definitely a like a method to it and when they keep kind of handing you things and then they keep you off tv and then they say again don't show personality like I just knew, like all right, they're viewing me as just a body. So I could either get the paycheck, stay comfortable, um, or I could say, you know what, I trust enough in myself to go out there and try something different. So I asked Toronto. I go, Mark, I'm not happy here. Please let me go. He said no. And then two weeks later, they did it with like five or six other people. And uh, yeah, that was that was why I got let go. I I, just, well, I couldn't. Well,
2: how confusing is it to that? Your whole job that you've been trained to do, as we all were was to go out and get attention. Then once you've done that and done your job the best that you could, somebody comes to you and says, "Go out there and don't get attention like I, I just think that that's that's a you know that's a very confusing space to be in, right when uh, when that is technically your job and and you were doing it well and then, and then you kind of get put in a position where it's uh, well just don't do your job that well tonight.
0: And that's their you know, fault yeah. because right. they took it's you away just... for night they took you away from for TV. You show up at and come out for a rumble and they go nuts because they haven't seen yeah. you. You know, if they don't yeah. if and that's impossible unless you were never over. If you were a product of the system, and you go away and you show up and you can hear somebody in the crowd go, I like that guy. That's not that's not a good day. You know, that's not a no. good day. And, you know, to answer Trevor question, mine was easy. Aaron could tell you that once my match got canceled at Mania, I didn't trust anyone. I, remember I was that. bitter, I remember that mad, yep. didn't I, give. Yeah. I gave zero about anything you yeah. were telling me. They'd say good morning, what's good about it you know you know my whole thing I came up with that catchphrase maintaining because I just no. did not want to talk to anybody anymore uh you screwed me over uh so I you know and that was my mindset and and I could I have handled it better a thousand percent but I at that point was just anything they said to me I was looking at them sideways and those who were around me. Got to see, you know, A even, you know, the whole one, at one point guys were talking about their future.
2: Yeah, well, we had a conversation, I, I believe, backstage yeah. after that. And yeah, that was, you know, that's a tough right. No, I remember. You know,
0: and and, and it, it mind, wasn't yeah. like, you know, Triple H came up to me, Stephanie came up to me, you know, they were like, Man, this, you know, was tough. Even CM Punk was like, Hey, I'm sorry this happened, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But it just it doesn't, it doesn't matter. WrestleMania for me, that was my match. Uh, I had been at WrestleManias before, but I had yet to be in a match in the ring, and uh, so for me, that was just, it was uh, the beginning of the end, so to speak, but I would be sitting there, and guys would be having conversations, and I did this to A-Rai one time, A-Rai was talking about life and this, that, whatever, and I just said, you know what, guys? Isn't life just too long sometimes? Wouldn't yeah, it be great yes, if we just had a button? Like, you you can't maintain (laughs) success. It's impossible. It's too many peaks (laughs) and valleys. I I said Yeah. And that's the thing. That's
3: the thing that you did. And, like, have you told a story about that? Because I was in that match, too. Like, that's, I think, one of the things. I mean, we were kind of tight before that. But, like, when you go through trauma like that, when it's 10 seconds, and you're about to walk through the curtain at WrestleMania, and you have your family there, and it's this big, like, this culmination of a year's worth of hard work and every live event, every, you know, everything you do. And then they just stand up and say, Oh, sorry. And it was the, I mean, and and I say this, because from my perspective, like everyone has a reaction there. I'm not going to name names, but you know, one person started kicking a road case. There were people crying. One guy started politicking for an office job and said, Hey, it's going to be great. We're going to do it on raw tomorrow. And Brodus, it, it was literally, he was at the curtain and he just, when this happened, again, simultaneously you have these reactions. He just did not about-face walked, but he walked mm. out of the arena, which I think is something that we need to examine how he just.
0: Yeah, I strolled out. out I, I strolled out. Yeah. As, big, as
1: big and tough as we're supposed to be, that kind of is heartbreaking. Yeah, I know. know what I mean, yeah, it, I, is. I, it is. There's no yeah. other yeah. way to put it. It's, it's heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. It's, like, it,
1: don't,
2: it, don't it because it's Because it's really nothing like you did. You know, it's just, it, it was, uh, you know, I don't know what the reason they gave you for, if it was a time issue or and Taker and
0: Punk went over 10 minutes. They went 15, yeah. almost and, 15 minutes over.
2: And, and I don't, you know, I don't want to get too personal, but I mean, I, you know, you should still get paid, right? I mean, if, if that's, because that's, really, that's, our, that's our job. That's another you know? thing. And, you and don't
0: I'll, get paid because yeah. you don't have the match. Right. Well, there you go. And you, you, you go. disappear from history. So you're not even in right. the DVD in the back, you know what I'm saying? And And we were yeah. featured. So, yeah. you know, and again, it goes back to, and I'm not throwing shade on anybody in the office. I'm not, right. you know, I'm not. Right. Uh, Taker, a little bit, little bit. But yeah. um, because you didn't need it, you're Taker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Punk didn't, right. need, it. <laughs> didn't need it. They didn't need it. And Taker has so many mo- WrestleMania moments, uh-huh. he probably has forgotten more than we've seen. So no from doubt. that standpoint, you know, I'm like, because if, if, if we would have done that to somebody else, he would have been the first one waiting for us to be like, yeah. how selfish, you know. But anyway, it ain't about him either. But um, for me, it's is, It is very sim- it's like coming home from work and you're seeing your, your girl on the table with your brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. And it's not even the affair so much as it's where you have your meal of food where you have your conversations you raise your children you you open your mail it's the it's the family the kitchen table you know it's you and then then you find out that your your brother's been raising your children under his moral code while you're at work it's a complete (laughs) it's a complete defamation of, of who you are i think that's the best way to describe it and then you have to, the next day, turn it on. And for me, it just, I just could not, I did not mentally at the time of my life, I did not have the ability to just, what you need to do in this business, in this sport, is have a short memory. You got to have a short memory. Right. And I couldn't let it go. Now, it became entertaining in the back because I was literally, I had a, I had an issue with everything and I no longer cared about not saying what was on my mind. Like the whole thing where I said, "A right, wouldn't it be great if there was a button you could push?" Like, and new champion of the world. Well, it's not going to get any better than this. Thank you for your time. Push the button. I'm out. You can't right, maintain. Right. You just it's can't maintain success. A right, sure. it's impossible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that was that. I mean, there was. We guys would give speeches for uplifting, you know, big show gave this speech about unit <laughs> yes. sticking together. Cause we had a, we had a thief, supposed thief in the locker room. Uh, oh, someone, somebody lost their wedding ring. Hey, no one's no dude stealing a wedding ring. Okay. But that's a good story for the wife. But anyways, uh, you know, so was was missing some jewelry and you know, then all of a sudden mysteriously an iPad came up missing or whatever. And so there was a whole locker room thing about you know when Big Show gave a speech you know about we're all together and team and this that whatever and uh, as soon as he finished I just stood up and said I don't know about y'all but you watch yours I'm watching mine I'm out for self deuces have a nice day you know there you know and that was just that was just who I was at that point.
3: You know, the exact quote, the exact quote was, Show said what he said. There was about two to three seconds of silence and it was. F that every man for himself. You watch yours, I watch mine, homie. I will never forget that. Yep. That's exactly what you
0: said. Enough said. And I so, to Hardly. say to say Trevor uh, that I didn't handle it well would probably be have been an understatement, and that's something well, that uh, you you I have to so have a short memory, and I was up. unable to do so, and became when it came out to do business in the ring, I, I did business, but. Uh, doing business behind backstage, I, was, I couldn't do it anymore. I just, well, the explanation sure wasn't was good enough for games. me. And this not only when you miss, WrestleMania launches your next year. Monday Night Raw launches right. your next year. And when yeah. that's off, and then you come out and you don't have a great performance on Monday, which again had nothing to do necessarily with what me and Tenzai were trying to do, and the crowd knows you got cut, so they're a bunch of, you know, and they're, they're basically on you. So... It's just, it spirals down from there. Now you have no friends. Everyone who talks to you has got an angle. The office sees that when you walk in, you don't say hi anymore. You know, you just, you you become just jaded. And I was extremely jaded and I wasn't able, and I didn't have anything necessarily positive in my, home life at the time either. I had a lot of turmoil. I was dealing with fatherhood, and I didn't necessarily embrace it at first. So there was a lot of things going on outside of the ring that was a contributing factor. So I don't blame, and I talk about this in my, in my book, I don't ever blame anybody for my... It's, bad things happen. It's your reaction that you're judged by, and my reaction uh, in the WWE was terrible. So I am judged by that moment. So me being eventually let go, had a lot to do with that. And I even can, and Ari was, was in my ear. He was in the meetings at NXT when they were like, we got to relaunch Brodus. We got to get him going. This guy's too good to be sitting at home. But my attitude was so just. I didn't believe anything. A would be like, "Hey bud, you know, keep working cuz we would see each other in the gym and Ery was always a positive guy. Even with all the crap he was going through, he would he didn't show it. Like, you would never see Ery would always have a laugh even though you'd be like maybe he was crying on the inside, but his business face was always positive. That's my go-to. Yeah, That's but you yeah, and my I'm, my I'm business giving, giving face now. is quite different. Is <laughs> it's quite normal. different, you know. Okay. I'm basically looking right. at everybody like, "What? You want what you need, you know? You're listening to The Three Wise Men, and we'll be right back after this. Tap the brakes on the aging process. Are you really ready to lose your shape, your muscle, your energy? Are you ready to get old? You can slow it down. Nugenix Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock and re-energize your life. Prove it to yourself. Risk-free. Try Nugenix Total T before you buy. There's nothing to lose and everything to gain. New energy, muscle, Drive and even more passion. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231231 and enter the keyword tyrus. Nugenix Total T Power Boost is backed by clinical studies and real science. Nugenix key ingredients like testifin have shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. In other words, it's based in science and it works. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword tyrus. Text now and you'll get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat fast and get lean fast. Absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter keyword TYRUS. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply.
3: Here's the thing. It was real. And when there is a business that is predicated upon these, I'll say it. Stupid rules that, you know, we're a publicly traded company, but it's the largest mom and pop shop in the world because ultimately every single decision can come down to one human being who has his opinion swayed by a bunch of like these stooges that are so scared of losing their job that it inhibits them from actually doing their job. And, you know, something that was a crappy environment. And and, and I'll say this because, again, I don't plan on ever going back. To the WWE. Um, and there's a lot of positives Like we can all talk. If it wasn't for WWE, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And they've yes. they've each given right. all of us so much. So I'm not trying to be negative about WWE, but the culture backstage, it's literally, I, I equate that to like carnival culture because it's like well, on one hand, be a star, don't bully people, don't bully people, but then the chairman of the board will sit everybody down and say, you need to step on toes and stab people in the back to get ahead. And I need someone to grab the brass ring. I, I almost wanted to go to him and say, are you serious? Like, what do you want me to do? So I have to, I have to compromise my own integrity and yeah. my of morals
2: yeah. Yeah. just to get ahead
3: here when I'm getting a better reaction and they're chanting my name when your world champion is in the ring. I don't think so. And that, that's one thing, man. I think we all managed to escape there with our souls. If you believe we have souls uh, so are- I, no. I, I know you may not subscribe <laughs> to that. but I'm a
2: believer that? in that. Yeah, I, I believe we got it. <laughs> so,
1: and we all know, and I think we all came out more experienced, more, you know, weathered to what we're, what we're willing to put up with and what we're not willing to put up with. And it, it ultimately brought us all to the N.W.A. Right. And. And it's we're at a locker room, and I I was talking to Kevin about this before the show. That locker room in the NWA is what I believe we've all wanted. You know what I mean? Camaraderie, no, no horse. Everybody straightforward, helping out young guys, helping out each other, all with a common goal. Um, When you have that work environment, when you have that job to go to, you get excited about work. You get excited about what you're gonna do. And you also get excited about wanting to help another person because that's the gimmick. It's all about helping each other. You know what I
0: mean? And what's cool is for the – and they're still the pain in the ass guys. It's just that we outnumber them. So they're easy to to pick out and everyone (laughs) has a good laugh. When you watch somebody politic in the room, you're like, this – guy look at him yeah. look at yeah. him you know and uh because they sometimes they you know sometimes they what they see and what they think is the way to get there they try to emulate you know and they try to like form little clicks and stuff and we're just 99.9 percent of our locker room just doesn't have time for that you know we're all trying to put we're all trying to put the, forward the best performance we can and uh you know and and if all of us succeed it's better for everybody so we really yes. don't have time for that one guy or gal who's like trying to move ahead behind the scenes we just you know and now it's because we've all grown now when we see it it's it's laughable you almost get you know you yeah. almost laugh at, at the situation and you know Trevor your your career was very different in the sense but you had to deal with i think our our error when we came in Especially dealing with the workload, we we had the workload. I think you're you're during your time. I think you had such a longer work schedule. I think you guys just never stopped. We, like we had, I think we got two days off, solid two days off, and uh, yeah. you guys had like one. I think. I mean, you just it seemed like you were always working.
1: Well, we were, and the you know the good the good thing about the time that when I was there was there was I could be on every house show and only do a couple minutes on tv but still make a really good living house
0: shows where the you money's know, house, at
1: yeah that's where you know and and honestly from a, a wrestler standpoint the house shows were the funnest because yep. you got to go out there and and do you you know what I mean do what you were brought there for whereas when you got the tv
0: it's about the clock
1: these Yes, and you were didn't want to step on someone else's toes that might be doing something similar to what you do, and so for me that's like I was really happy, like okay, if you guys aren't going to push me, as long as you're going to keep me working, I'm okay with that. But um, I didn't have the connection with the office that I I probably should have, or that would have helped me out career wise. Um, That's everybody. it, It was great to go from the independence to TV and be world champion but I hadn't built any of those relationships that I needed to really kind of find out what direction to go to who to talk to um I was really out there on my own and every I would go to writers and they would always blame somebody else about why we weren't on TV or why we weren't listening um until one day we just got pissed like Lance and I got mad and I was like let's just track down Vince I want to talk to him right now. I don't care. And he was sitting and catering by himself one of the very few times. um, And Cade and I just, quote unquote, we tag teamed him. sat on one side. I sat on the other and we're like, you know, you're not putting us on TV. We want to know why. And he looked at Lance at the time. Lance had black hair and he goes, I, uh, I hate your fake black hair. And he looked at me. I was a little bit pasty. He goes, and I hate your pasty white skin.
4: Oh, damn. We
1: go. We go okay. We can fix that. Sure enough, next week Lance has got fried blonde hair, <laughs> and I have got the thickest sprayed-on tan that you can possibly think of. And sure enough, we were on TV um, the next the next six seven weeks. And that's where I like. That's how my kind of situation. That's how my kind of program went. It was up and down. I just I didn't know how to navigate some of the pathways. And uh, it just got to a point where at the end, you know, I I didn't talk to the right people when when it was time for cuts. I didn't I didn't know it. I didn't see it coming. Again, I got let go on July 3rd and got the whole, you know, creative doesn't have nothing for you. I think ultimately yeah. my my biggest problem was I didn't have the, the relationships <laughs> I needed to continue my job.
2: Yeah, that's what that's what I regret. I, I think I should have gone to Vince more. You know what yes. I mean, like when, gotten gotten more, you know, I don't want to say more frustrated, but but had more questions and gone right to him more and asked them, you know, why am I not being used specifically, you know, and, and kind of really tried to form that relationship with him. I do regret that. And then towards kind of towards the end of my career, I always wondered with Sandow, like you reinvented yourself so many times. And I, when I kind of shifted away from the gimmick, right, that I had as the varsity villain, and then they they moved me to Miz. Uh, after that, when I lost steam, I, I believe I was having kind of a hard time, like truly reinventing myself, right. And I always wondered, does it does it now? Does it take more talent to get massively over? once? Or does it take more talent to to keep reinventing
0: yourself? You know what? And that's a great question. Who better to ask that question, a rai than I think, in my opinion, the king of getting a gimmick over? I mean, this brother, he could be right to censor. He could be the super pimp. Papa Shango, I mean, mean, he turned the urn into a chain, and He made it cool. So, (laughs) I mean, if there was you know, you see guys get in the hall of fame for different factions, you know, like, you know, flares in with the horsemen and he's in for himself. I would like to see Shango go in. I would like to see karma in Godfather because yeah. they were all, if they were individual people, they would all be, they would all be getting the same. knot. It, it, do you guys, yep. do you guys feel me on that? Totally. Absolutely.
4: Well, first of all, I got to make a correction. When I was inducted in 2016, they, they went with Godfather, but Kama, Papa Shango, uh, Kama Mustafa, and the right to censor Goodfather were all uh, kind of chain-linked in with that, and they were all inducted. If but you look We should have got different ceremonies
0: year. for each one, man. We should have got a party for each uh, one.
4: Well, yeah, I hope yeah, they gave you five I, rings. I, yeah,
0: you get five rings, I, right?
4: I I'd probably look at things a lot different than you guys, but uh, I have a feeling that uh, – that, uh, the nation of domination will make its way in there sooner or later. Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So first, <laughs> I don't want five rings. What the hell? I ain't no basketball player. I want no five rings. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it, it, makes, it makes for a good photo. It makes for a good photo. <laughs> you know, Booker T walked around five times, five times forever. Yeah. Uh five yeah. times that would be a record. But uh first of all, man, thanks for thanks for coming on today. And I don't know if you heard A Right's question, but you know, what we're basically talking about today is reinvent how you reinvent yourself. And like I said, I can't think of a, a star who did it at a high level better than you did uh, across the board. I, I'm really I really tried to rack my mind. I mean, guys maybe sometimes did it twice. You right. know, yeah. uh, you know, Mick Foley, obviously, uh, you know, with Mankind, but you, you still knew it was Mick Foley. You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas you completely reinvented yourself.
4: Congratulate you on your book, man. Oh, well thank done. you. Well thank done. you. Appreciate Congratulations it. Congratulations on that. And man. My, my story is so much different than everybody else's because I never started off as a wrestling fan. I'm older than most of the guys. I'm 61 now. But uh, I was in the roller derby, bro. Back in the day, roller derby. Oh, back in, yes, sir. In, in Northern California, roller derby was bigger than wrestling. And so oh. I was never really a wrestling fan. When I did get into wrestling, although I respect the business, love the business, made money in the business, but I was never a fan of it. I was more a fan of the boys. And I, and I got into wrestling because I was this crazy biker dude with a bunch of tattoos. (laughs) And I wanted to be around crazy people just like me, man. And back then, you know, everybody was bigger back then and everybody was more, I just say a little crazier maybe back then. And, uh, we had a lot of fun. And for me, it was fun. I always had a uh, strip club in, in Vegas called Cheetahs. I was oh, one of the owners. I've been AdSense. there a few
0: times, once or twice. Yeah.
4: I'm one of the only We sold it four years ago. But uh, I always had money coming in, bro. So when, they would reinvent me because if, it, if I wasn't having fun, I would leave. It wasn't about ah, business. It was about fun. Yeah. And yeah. so when I was Papa Shango, I went through a really ugly divorce. And I became, I wasn't. Charles anymore, I became this guy they call Bear, who's a whole different guy right. that we try to keep locked up. And so they would call me <laughs> to get me to come back. And I'd be like, nah, I don't want to come back. And they'd call me and I'd say, nah, I don't want to come back. And then they said, Well, I tell you what, if you come back, we want to do this ultimate fighting thing. And um, they got this guy named Chemo. We're gonna kind of go off of that. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. And they said, We'll let you ride a Harvey. And when they said that, I'm like, Oh, I'm in now. But yeah, that's <laughs> why it, it was. You know the only the character I think that got over the most was Godfather, and yeah. uh, that's because it was just me, and it was my wife's idea. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't Vince's idea. It was my wife's idea to do that gimmick. So I mean, I tried hardest than everyone, but you know, I was pretty lucky. It, it's funny, Tyrus, because today people will look and say, "I didn't know you were Papa Shango." I didn't know you were in the Nation of Domination with The Rock, and I'm like, dude, really? How many black guys look like this? You know. <laughs>
0: Bruh. And that was one of the things that, uh, when as a younger guy, you were one of the first wrestlers I saw. Like, hey, he kind of looks like me. He could be a cousin of mine. So uh, that was one thing that I identified with. And you're right because even though Papa Shango has the same tattoos as everybody else, it was when you came back, it. <laughs> I figured it out quick because I was a, I was a fan of it, but um, they're all different because you didn't really you, – once you became something new, you didn't go back to the other one. I would say, yep. though, it is nice, and this is, this is awesome to hear, when they need you more than you need them, it's a completely different experience. When you are in a situation yep. where, one, they can't dangle a paycheck over your head because you're making money. Yep. So they can't say, "Hey, guess what? You're going to do this and this this week." And you be like, "You know, actually, I'm not. I'm going to I'm going right. to take my ball and go home and I'll call me when uh, you know, I feel like doing it again." So that in itself uh is is awesome and an amazing story because so very few athletes who are in this not just wrestling, football, basketball, baseball, rarely get in a position to where they can call their own shots. So right. um and that is 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 great and interesting to hear because that's what you should all atone to. You know, that's I've gotten myself mm-hmm. to now like if I don't want to wrestle, i am be like oh, I'm good. I'm, you I'm still wrestle? Go. Oh yeah, I wrestle NWA. Yep, I'm the oh boy. yeah, uh, are big
1: but you're young. NWA Nash undisputed national television champion. We hear it every time he comes on the program. That,
4: that, so that belt's a shoot.
0: It's a yeah. shoot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I whooped Pope's punk ass for it. Uh, who? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the Pope. You beat who? Pope. Uh, oh, I thought you said Hulk. No, no. Uh, he, he still – I'd still have to put him over. <laughs> politics oh. ain't changed. Uh, oh, I, just, said
4: fuck ass. I just,
0: I just. oh yeah, you know, uh, I just, that's an affectionate term for Pope. Uh, it's affection. Uh, oh. you know, I've donated enough to his charity, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, Billy Corgan's NWA when he started it, because I was with impact for a little bit. And then once Fox started to get going and I've never been a real big fan of the indie stuff, uh, just right. like dealing with promoters and I, it gets, it, it gets annoying to me sometimes. And, uh, I just yep. got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm doing so much. I'm making money in TV. I'm making money with Fox and movies and stuff. If it's not a right situation for me, then I'm not going to do it. And, uh, that's, the point. that's where you got to get. Yeah. And so, and then when, uh, I met Billy in, uh, TNT and I thought, or in impact. And I was like, Hey man, uh, when he started running his own company, I just liked the way he did business. I liked the way he let the, he let the boys run the show in terms of you're the ones in the ring. You, you figure it out, you know, and there was no right. uh, none of that stuff where you have somebody who's never spent a second in the ring telling you how to do things because I don't yeah. do well with that anyways. Right. I also never did well with guys who call things in the back. Right. Like if you tell me 7,000 moves you want to do out there, I'm going to be like, bruh, oh. uh, no. yeah, I'll see you out there, man. Uh, you know, you want to yeah, write yeah. it down on piece of because I'm not going to remember all that. I'll yeah. see you out there. I
4: don't know how these young cats today, I mean, it seems like it's one big spot. If you would have hit me with all those spots back then, I would have said I would act like I was listening. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I got out there, I would have just jumped, just started beating
0: your ass. So there you, you know, go. Would, Welcome <laughs> to the world <laughs> of Tyrus, because that's what I do. Down, you know? <laughs> that's exactly what I do. I've been known yeah, for doing.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah. But what's messed up is when you when you kind of put a match together like that, and it's it's point A to point B. The sad part is, and like we all are going to, I think, agree with this, is it leaves no room for the magic to happen to where when you're just in there kind of flowing and you're going to come up with something or something's going to happen that you can't plan that's going to resonate with the fans, that, in my opinion, is how you really get over. And that's how, like, as a character, you... And I always use this term. It's endear yourself to a crowd no matter whatever character you're playing. They're invested in the dude that's playing
0: the character because they know what they're going to get in terms of quality. Right, right. Yeah, because you never know what – it's always something you never think about. You know, for me, it was talking back to – because, you know, Vince, the boss, was like, you never talk to the audience. And I was like, I really wasn't – I at first wasn't feeling this Funkosaurus character, so I was trying anything I could do to get out of it without trying to get out of it. And the first thing I did was start talking to the crowd. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And I came out because they were expecting me to be – uh, the monster that I was with Alberto and I came out, you know, with the it's it, the Funkasaurus is basically a PG version of the Godfather. Let's not let's not get it twisted. So uh, it pretty, it pretty over there, yeah, you know, Tyrus. Yeah. Uh, over. I didn't get to yep. dance with grown women. I danced with children. So, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so well, I got a question. I a I, room, I,
1: I danced with the history, Tyrus. Yes you yeah. did. <laughs> uh, now now you said your wife came up with that idea. Now did she know it was gonna go as far as it went?
4: She just said, I was in the Nation of Domination. I was Kamen Mustafa. The Rock now had kind of gone on his own thing. D'Lo and Mark Henry were a tag team. So my contract was coming up, and I said, you know what? I'm still having fun. So me and my wife just said, you know what? Let's just let's don't make you a voodoo man, not an ultimate fighter, not a militant. Just be you. Just be you. And if, when people can see you, they're gonna love you, man. And we just put it in pimp form because I've always been around those type of women. Right. And I'm really good around those type of women. And those women <laughs> seem to like me and listen to me. So uh we just
1: went with well, it, man and all that. Almost I was- like a pimp. Almost like a pimp,
4: right? Like you got that <laughs> hey, you talk I, to Ron I, simmons, he'll he'll tell you like, hey, Godfather's fooling them all, but <laughs> um It was just me, man. It was fun to be out there just being me. I was never scripted. They would give me a time and a finish. And nobody, I had nobody ever scripted me. I was allowed to say whatever I wanted. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted. And there was no checking it, man. It was whatever I did, I did. So I was having a lot of fun.
0: Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit you know for me one of the greatest entrances at, at wrestlemania i think was when you came out with ice tea i think that was oh, yeah. one of the coolest entrances of all time and it was it was also a real good mainstream thing i think uh, cuz you know attitude era by far is probably the, I would say the rock and roll era, era of wrestling. That's when like it wasn't kids and families, you know, it was like a rock and roll yeah. concert. I mean, you guys yeah. you guys, I mean, from top to bottom, it didn't matter if you were the opening match or, yeah. you know, or the dark match. The whole place was going nuts. I mean, guys were making more money than ever. It even You guys even changed the way pay scale worked in wrestling. But, uh, you know, Ice-T who's a, who's a cool dude and a straight shooter, but see, I remember seeing y'all come out like that and I was like, man, that's that's how you're going to do it, you know.
4: Uh, uh, that was fun. Yeah, that, that was that was fun. A lot of moments like that, you know, in my case, I I can't talk bad about the WWE because in my case, they've always been up front and straight with me. To this day, I'm still I since 2003, I've been under a legends contract. They whatever reason a, a really good friend of mine told me one time, not too long ago that I've got a special place in Vince's heart, so I'm just going to go with that.
0: Hey, and but, here's, uh, and here's the real—they're always upfront with you. Does you might <clears> not <throat> like what they're saying, and uh, you know when you do, and, and when you most athletes don't, and it's not—it's in every sport. Don't you're in a situation where, like a Drew Brees, when it came time for you to retire, you could step down, and right. you know they're like, "Man, we miss you." If you ever want to come back, not everyone. Gets that. Not everyone in the NFL gets to retire. Most get nope. cut. Most get sent home. Wrestling is the same thing. When they decide they're moving on, at the end of the day, it's a business. Now, you might have emotional connections and we get that, but at the end of the day, if you're mad at business. them, if you're upset with them, you need to look at you. Because I always, like I said, I talked about my grandmother gave me that thing. When you get hit in the mouth, it's not who hits you, it's your reaction that you're judged by. And right. for the guys that are bitter, With the business, look no further than yourself. During the Uh, time you had there, did you get over the best you can? Because here's the thing if you did, if you're truly, if you're a star and you're talented, the WWE is just a vessel. (laughs) So you could turn that on, that charisma, that style, and other forms of entertainment if that's what you choose to do or your work ethic and other things. So they told me, we didn't think you were going to be, we're not going to make you world heavyweight champ. I said, bet I'm going to get over somewhere else. To the point where I'll be bigger than what you got. And that was my mindset. Right. I'll show you. And I've done that. So I could go back and say, man, nah, you're wrong. You were wrong about me. Or if it wasn't for them, lighting the fire, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So you, you have to, and everyone, we all talked about last week on a show, we all talked about the, when we got fired. And now we can laugh and make jokes about it because <laughs> now you, you have to. If you're still holding on to that, it's on you. I mean, yeah. it, it's on you. You
4: know what? I don't think I was ever let go ever. Uh, well, even there you go,
0: Trevor. I, Somebody I, beat you. Somebody's Even as. When I, the when Godfather they me said, in the, hold my beer.
4: Yeah. When, when they put me in the right to censor, I was done. And I'm like, I mean, when Vince told me I was doing that, I'm like, Vince, I'm out of here. I used to just go to Vince and say, I'm out of here, bro. And he would laugh at me. I'm like, I'm out of here. I ain't doing this. He goes, Charles, do me a favor. Uh, we're going to poke fun at this group. Oh, he goes, this and that, that and this. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm out of here as soon as I can. Then I made the mistake of telling The Undertaker, I'm out of here next week. So then I go to TV and they drop the straps on me and Bull. We beat the Hardy <laughs> Boys for the straps. Well, being that I'm a loyal dude, I ain't going to walk out on them. Yeah, I was stuck there longer, but as soon as they got the straps off of me, then I was done because I wasn't having fun. It, it, wrestling was changing, I didn't like the way it was changing, so it was time for me to walk away. And I just kind of walked away, and they're like, Well, you want to do this? They call me, I say, like, No, you want to do this? I was like, No, and then, uh they just keep me on a Legends contract and keep me, uh, you know, in merchandise and stuff. And I'm cool with that, and uh, they're cool with me. But see, I was part of that group when I came in. There was no social media. There was no laptops. There was right. no, no cell phones. They just came out with pagers. So Vince used to go out with us every night back in the day. And then when social media started coming out and people start taking pictures, uh, he stopped going out with us. But Vince would go out with me and take and some of us just about every night, man, doing our stuff. So I'm part of a whole different little crew, which you is were, a good thing.
0: You were you're part – you're the last group – of when the magic was still protected. Right. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. yes, yes, exactly,
0: Yeah. Internet killed a part of the bit. Now it's, it's, it's formed in, I think sometimes embracing something like that is the worst thing. I, I, and that's one of the things that, uh, with the NWA that we, we keep it the way it was supposed to be. And, which is good. And I, I'm, I'm Me and Aaron are, are cool, but, We're on the other sides of the squad, bro. I I don't drive with you. I don't roll with you because you're on the wrong side of the fence, Briz. So there's no need. No. So (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And and if we're on the if we're if we're both baby faces, then cool. you know, cool. But your and I think that's why your era is so special because it showed when you protect the magic. How I don't think anything today will ever. And I'm in today, and I'm on my way out, but. Your error was the, was the greatest it could be when you protect the magic.
4: Well, we believed in kayfabe. I mean, I would wrestle Undertaker, and even though we would we roomed together for a long time, but at the building, we'd leave in two separate cars <laughs> yep. and down the street. And we didn't, you know, once we were in the strip clubs, that on you know, your own then. But, yeah, uh,
0: well, and, <laughs> yeah, it was dark. Yeah, it was
4: dark. We lived by kayfabe, man. And back then, everybody did. There was a hill bus. There was a babyface bus. That you know it was all like that, and I don't think it's like that
0: anymore. It's yeah. changed. I think towards the end of uh, my time there, it changed because I remember, like I said, Aaron and I were cool, and we would go separate directions. And of course, in, in Tampa, everyone goes to penthouse, and that was kind of like you know, <laughs> penthouse. Penthouse was where like hey. It's all. It's all in here. That, is church? Uh, it's church. Yeah, I the penthouse. That, yeah. Uh, my was a dollhouse. Yeah. Oh, they still have dollhouse. They still have dollhouse. Don't, don't dollhouse, get it twisted. A Couple blocks, but penthouse is where you went for the steaks, and they have free chicken sandwiches during the day. Oh, so okay, you know, man. you after after practice, <laughs> what? It's a free sandwich, bruh. I mean. <laughs> I don't know why you're <laughs> laughing. Don't act like you never went there for the free sandwich, because I did. Not
3: one it, time. I, I never said to go penthouse. Oh, well, I that's will, your that's lie. Say, that's lie. a lie.
4: You're a truth teller. I, I, <laughs> you're I
3: like, will you say
4: that I've, in I've never in my life went to a strip club For the food.
0: Oh, you've made a mistake, man. You got to go to Penthouse. (laughs) Best steaks. So the owner of Penthouse owns, he owns all the the Charlie Steakhouses in Tampa, which are like these steakhouses. So he has the same chef at Penthouse. So the same crew. So the the food is phenomenal. So, you know, albeit I'm not one, and this is many, many years before I was married. I'm a different man now. I've changed. But albeit it was, I never was comfortable with like, I would, we would sit away. You know what I'm saying oh. like you don't oh, eat right. your meal by the stage that's just that's yeah. weird no. but you go we, we you, real, you, real. Yeah we, we go, real go real in real the real back real. we go in the back now I'm talking about when we were at the the Spearmint Rhino and stuff like that then you know you hope to get some egg whites or something cuz it's 4 in the morning and trying to keep it going that's a whole different Egg
3: whites in clubs seriously
0: Brother you they, know they what we did, did have a good steak
2: now the tires I know we wanted no,
3: to, no, to you can order. But, Yeah you, you can't especially the- when you're
0: I was a bodyguard and when I would take my clients to Vegas, I had a hookup at Spirit Rhino, so I would always bring my clients to Spirit Rhino. Place. So they would do their business, and I would usually be chilling. And when you're a bodyguard, you could say things. When a girl comes up to you, I'm working, and then they, you got them. As soon as you say I'm working, you got all the power because Shit. you not. I'm not even supposed. I'm here just because I'm on the job. So save oh. your game, and it just they want. Then they're more attracted to you. It's like a magnet. Because, you, you know, you're the bodyguard or whatever. But, you know, and then they'd be like, right. hey, you want something to eat? So they take care of you. They bring you food and, you know, whatever you drinks, All that stuff because you're watching some some little dude sitting down having girls pretend that they love him. So, and he eats yeah. it up. You know, but whatever. He's paying. I'm not tripping. So, but, yeah, Aaron, if you ever went in certain strip clubs, the food is good. And how dare you be judgmental? <laughs> I'm not being <laughs>
2: judgmental. Aaron, you never it, set foot in the penthouse. So no, not one time.
3: Wow, There's nothing bad. else to do with Tampa, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Bucs <laughs> game. A yes, sir. It's called Ebor City. And um,
0: Oh, man. Uh, here's, here's I'm sorry. We, I'm city. sorry the Godfather has to be exposed to this, man.
3: <laughs>
0: but, oh, man. We, <laughs> he's one of them vampire weirdos, man.
3: No, no, no. Can we go back to the egg whites at a strip club? Now, you, look, steaks, I can understand that, okay? The guy owns Charlie's. A free chicken sandwich, okay. You know what? I'm willing to let that one in and not. You gotta have
0: specials to get guys to come in the day shift, bruh.
3: But eight whites, that's such a specific thing. I don't think too many dudes like going into a strip club, number one, kind of want any kind of poultry product, but number two, like
2: I mean, you got to remember, whites, there was like, about
3: separate them, or are they the liquid there, egg whites.
2: Like, there was about 200 wrestlers in in that vicinity in Tampa at the time. Remember, and, you yeah, know, everybody was pretty much ordering egg whites. So, so, know, so Aaron,
1: that's where you draw the line is egg whites, and then you're you're concerned if they're being separated at the facility or if they come separated. Is that the cook concern? isn't a
0: stripper, Aaron?
4: I, I
3: can't. <laughs> believe you guys... Are there health issues there? Like you know, because I mean, you you've dealt with this before, as far as the cuisine. At a strip club, like, I mean, have you ever heard of that? Like a specific thing with
4: egg whites? Bro, like I said, I ain't never went to a strip club for the food. Wanted uh-huh. to stay. Listen, we were there listen girls, I'm trying man. to stay in a happy we marriage, bro. There and bringing girls. <laughs> I was really good at that, man. And I was like the director of pulling girls out and taking them places. But I never even thought about eating in a strip club, bro. Uh-huh. I, I was too busy doing my thing.
0: Yeah, well, oh for, those, God, for God, those, God. Of those of us, for those egg of us. Yeah, as, hey, far, wife, as, as yeah, far as as far as my home life's go. concerned, I I went there for the food, so it was yeah, a yeah. meal of food. My wife,
4: my wife knows <laughs> me well, so. Yeah. I ain't about to not listen, I not all of us know, get not
0: all of us get to go through life, you know, getting legend deals and never being fired and having the greatest relationship in the history of man yeah. to literally say, Hey honey, you know what you should do? You should be a pimp. Like that happens never in ninety five percent of households. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Hey, you would have you got. Hey, and you are blessed. I'm I mean you should be in the Hall of Fame just off that. Just off GP. Bro, the,
4: be on your profile on facebook or something the, the, the happiest the boys, man ever i'm overboard over with the boys than anything could you imagine now we're going back but could you imagine every night when you come to the building there's five or six strippers there that are fans of wrestlers and they've been hanging out with the godfathers doing all kind of stuff i can only and dream. They're in a good mood, and every night you're coming into this boy i was over with the boys. I was, I was over like Rover,
0: man. You would have been good. You would have been good for team morale. I got to be honest. If the godfather was in the building and my mask got cut at mania, I probably would have had a better attitude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it would have been like, oh man, your mask got cut. Yeah. You know, be like instead of having, you know, setting up therapists and all that stuff for (laughs) wellness, this should have just been a little office with godfather's hat on it. being like having a bad day. Swing by, he'll make it. I mean, it would have been for morale; would have been phenomenal,
1: uh, absolutely phenomenal. That's a TV phenomenal. segment. That's a TV segment, guys. It writes itself, right? Yeah, there.
0: yeah. I mean, unbelievable. You know, and and you know what? I, we were going to talk about Elon Musk's stuff, but I have learned so much uh, about quite possibly the greatest off the field wrestler of all time. I mean, he literally nobody nobody gets to walk away and walk back whenever they want to, and that. That is phenomenal. Absolutely Good phenomenal. for you, bro. You know, good also for you.
4: Because, I mean, it's also because I had another business, too. Yeah, I could survive Diversity. without that money. That money was great, but I could survive without it. So it was never about the money with me. Um, you know, it was about having a good time, man. And I'm still – I ain't changed a bit, bro. I no. ain't changed a bit. <laughs> and
0: uh, I'm getting – like I said, we met uh, at the WrestleMania in New Orleans, and I was sitting down at uh-huh. the table. We were just shooting the stuff or whatever. And uh, I was a miserable f- then, uh, looking for the way out. But uh, that's when we had first met. And then, of course, uh, you know, you you threw a little shade on me about that Golden State Warrior stuff. But I'm gonna let it go. You know, I'm gonna let it go. It's all good. Uh, game. Hey,
4: it's all good, man. I, I, hey, I'm from the Bay Area, you know, yeah. man. I got to stick with. Hey, you as know.
0: you should, as you should. But man, I, I think
4: it's gonna go seven. I'm gonna go with the. The Warriors, but
0: I think it'll go seven. Well, if it doesn't go seven, it's going to be a long-ass summer. I can't – there's nothing on for a minute. So, we need it to go seven because this whole – Yeah, I don't, But that, don't get me wrong.
4: I don't hate on the Celtics. I'm not oh, a no. Celtic hater or nothing like that. I just – you know, I'm just going with my Bay Area team. But I ain't got nothing against – I don't even have a dog in the hunt. I am I don't even – my own, I have a football team that I follow, but other than that, man, I don't really I, – I like all
0: sports. I, I follow yeah, everything. I got to keep my, myself guys gotta busy. You got to sit
1: down for a baseball game. There's a lot of baseball out there. Oh, yeah. I mean – yeah, I, I, I can't uh, watch
0: baseball.
4: baseball is just Baseball is too slow and too boring for oh, me. Oh, you just cut me, Godfather. You cut me. Every, Every time I see a, a batter things. step up and they throw a pitch, he takes his gloves off and he checks his hat oh. and then – then they throw another ball then he takes out and the dude. I guess it I, takes I to take I, a That'd be like, I'd rather go play golf for
3: four hours.
0: Oh, he doesn't like oh. golf either. Wow, you know what? You just went from oh. the king of the mountains to this I guy.
3: <laughs> I didn't say that I didn't like golf. I said I'd rather go play golf for oh. four hours.
0: I got you. Oh, I got you. Uh, or a game of dominoes, because I know you were uh legendary.
4: Oh. Uh, I, that, that I that that I'm good at.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's sad because when I came in, all I did was play dominoes when I was bodyguarding with Snoop and stuff, and uh, I caught the end of that. I caught the end of the, the 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 great domino renaissance of the backstage. And the other guys were like, "Oh, but I'm working on my stuff on my laptops." Like, ah, that's not really yeah, what I. am you would for. have had
4: you would have had so much a better time going through the attitude era and just being yourself, and just you know, just everything was free and easy and we're making money we we're never we like rock stars bro you were I mean, 1000% like
0: you 1000% and uh it was a good time well man i really appreciate you coming on today man it has been uh a truly honor to have you hope we can have you back sometime man and uh, we learned a yes, lot and it's please. such it's such a great for anybody out there who's young in the business who listened to this the biggest thing i can tell you is that when you diversify when you have ultimate more paychecks coming in you sleep a lot better and you control a lot more of your future. So uh, don't, you know, a lot of times we get in one lane and we, you know, we just want to be specialists in one field. And you are living proof, man, that when you are able you to do hustling, more than you one. You got to keep
4: that hustle on.
0: You do. You got to keep
4: that hustle on. Always. Always hustle. All right. You I don't mean in a bad way. I mean in a good way. You oh, keep I'm hustling, Yeah. Keep working hard, man. Get this. Get... I've been so many different things that some of them I can't say, but Hey, uh, enough said, just keep working.
0: <laughs> hey, What's that? I said, enough said on that one, you ain't got to say nothing else on that one. Cause that's, that's exactly what it, it's all about, man, is you gotta, you can, all the stuff you do do. Uh, a lot of wrestlers can learn from not just wrestlers, anybody, uh, yeah. because you gotta, you gotta have to make paper in this day and age and to be successful, to be able to maintain things at a high level, you have to have different revenues. You have to have it. It's the only way to be to where you're not in a situation. Only,
4: only, only thing I can say. Plus, in the WWE, it's good to have good friends. Oh um, yeah, you know, they're it friends for life. Have friends in high places. Yep, yeah.
0: especially you yeah. know, when it's and it's a friendship. Wrestling friendships are funny because you don't have to see each other every day. You know, it's like no. you can go months without seeing each other or even hearing from each other, but as soon as you come across each other, it's like you never left. You, you're right. I see people in
4: Vegas all the time, and it's like, dude, I haven't seen you in 10 years. It seems like I just seen you last week.
0: Yep, that's the beautiful yeah. thing about uh, our, our business, and I'm sure the uh, other Industries haven't like that, and uh, you know, I got my great core buddies, and I was uh, Fox News was nice enough to be like, "Hey, man, you go ahead, you can do what do you want to do for you can do any other podcast you want." I said, "I just want to bring my boys on, and just just let us reminisce and have some fun." And uh, you know, thank you so much for coming on today, man. It's oh, really cool. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Yeah, no, I love what you guys are doing, man. Love
4: yeah. what you're doing.
0: Thank you, sir. Great to hear from you, God, Father. All right, fellas, uh, we we uh, man, that was uh, I did not expect that that story to be so great. I mean, that's awesome. That's how you want to do it. If there was ever a way to do it, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, what did we learn today, man? What'd we learn, Aaron?
3: No, you know what? Diversify and, uh, that will make you sleep better at night. Really. I mean, there, there really is a lesson to be learned, uh, for everybody. And, uh, Actually, you know what? We always learn something on this podcast. I think that's pretty Thank cool. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, as the reigning, defending, undisputed, undefeated, oh, my World God. television champion and New York Times best-selling author and, uh, you know, basically uh, the backbone of the number on one on show time, in I cable TV news, uh, you know, it's, it's what I do. I appreciate that, man. It's not, you know, you it's hard to do. You need
1: a gesture that follows you around and just with a trumpet so when you walk into a room, all of
3: that yeah. can be laid out.
0: Are you now. auditioning? Cause- ah, I'll get the hell out of you here.
3: Know what? You know what? I, I would like to bring something up before we get off the air. I
0: yeah. know a gym.
3: <laughs> <What's
0: laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, I know it's that
3: To where, hey, yes, I'd love to do the podcast. It's Thursday. We're getting ready to rock. And then it's like a couple hours before, he's like, yes, Aaron, we're going on at three. You know, I I understand you're busy swapping recipes. with. Well, for more
0: podcasts like this, just (laughs) like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Thanks so much to Trevor and Kevin and Aaron. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But Aaron, yeah, please submit the rest of your question in writing. Uh, With that, (laughs) enough said. Thanks, you fellas. Deuces. I'm out.